Welcome to the Songwriter Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Vidala, and we're going to talk about music theory, lyric writing, creative productivity, inspiration, and more. I'm super excited to have you here, so let's dive into the episode. Hello, friend. On this podcast, we're going to talk about a tip um, for sort of figuring out how to become a songwriter if you haven't taken the dive yet, and also a tip that can help you with some of the harder songwriting challenges, um, sort of an exercise to do that will help even a seasoned songwriter to sort of get better at some of the harder parts of songwriting. So what this is, is to write new lyrics for songs you already know and like. So, so sort of like a non-funny parody or a song you'd get sued over if you published. Um, maybe not. Although if it's a non-funny parody, that's, it, I don't, I don't know how, how that works in that scenario, but, um, there's a couple of reasons for this. So first, um, uh, we're going to look at this from the standpoint of somebody who, you know, you might be an instrumentalist. Maybe you're not even very good at an instrument yet. Maybe you're a vocalist. Maybe you know music theory but aren't a great instrumentalist. Maybe you're a decent instrumentalist but you're terrible with theory. Or maybe you're not great at either and you're just listening to this hoping to be like, all right, but I I just want to learn how to songwrite. How do I get there? And this is one of the best ways, I think, to really start out. Um, because it can be really overwhelming to go from not being a songwriter, maybe not even being a poet or somebody who, who even improvises at the piano or improvises on the guitar, all the way to full-fledged songwriting, right? Because you need to write lyrics, you need to write a melody, you need to write you know, the chords that are, are, are behind the song, you need to put it all together. It needs to sound good all together. And there's just a lot to that. So a, a good way to sort of ease into that is if you're writing lyrics to new lyrics to a song you already know and preferably like. Because even if you're a poet, right? Let's say you like writing free verse poetry. That's all good and dandy, but it's, it's much easier to write a poem with, you know, few or no rules on exact syllables. And there's no melody to take into consideration with like, okay, but does it sound weird melodically to do this big jump in the middle of a word, like do a big, you know, let's say go up an octave with your melody you know, an octave leap, and it's in the middle of a word, and it seems kind of weird and funky. Like, those are all things that just writing poetry or just writing a lyric won't teach you. And and, and it, it, it's a whole new world when you're trying to fit all of these things together. And if you write lyrics to an already created song... It, it will get you some practice with writing within these 
constraints because now you know, okay, I have this phrase as we call them in music, um, or a line, if you want to think of it that way, but a phrase and it has, you know, about seven syllables worth of melody of notes. And, and at the same time, you also, you know, if, if the original lyric of the song had, say, a, a two-syllable word in a certain spot, it might be weird to have a three-syllable word there just because that third syllable is going to be at a weird place melodically. And these are all things that you're not going to think about either before you're so, you start songwriting or um, just as a, a normal listener, right? Like, it's just things that you don't think about. And it makes sense that you wouldn't think about it because it's not really relevant to you. But learning to write lyrics for songs that are already written will really help you learn that a little better. And it will also help you to like learn to really integrate with the emotion of a melody because the, the melody that you're working with is already going to have an emotion to it. So now writing lyrics that will fit with that same emotion is also good practice because sometimes with, with songwriting, sometimes you're going to start with, you know, even full music sometimes or close where you have a piano riff or you have a, you know, guitar chords or whatever you might start with and maybe even a melody before you even figure out what the song is about, or you might know what the song's about, but you not, might not have lyrics for it yet. And this is great practice for those scenarios, which, you know, more or less might be up to half scenarios, right? Because at, at the end of the day, there's basically three options. Um, th there's really more intricacy to this, but for the sake of simplicity, you either start with the lyrics first and then the music, or you do the music first and then the lyrics, or you kind of do them at the same time. Um sort of as that middle ground. Um, but most are either sort of you start with the lyrics or you start with the, the music. Or, you know, you start with the lyrics and then you write the music of that specific section and stuff like that. But for the most part, uh, it's going to be, you know, up to 50% of your songwriting might be with having music and then needing to fit lyrics to it. And lyrics that work. Lyrics that have the same emotion as the music. And, and doing this hack is going to help you with that. And I also think this hack, if, if you're young, if you're young and listening to this podcast, so say you're under 18, or especially if you're much lower than 18, first of all, if you're much younger than 18, good on you for listening to this podcast. That's awesome. Um, and, and hopefully you keep it up and then you're going to be a great songwriter really young. Um, if you're already starting your songwriting journey at, at, at a young age, um, so, so for me personally, uh, I started writing sort of my first steps into songwriting were when I was about 10, 11, 12 years old. And my start was this. I basically was taking hymns that I knew and writing my own lyrics for them. I wasn't necessarily explicitly trying to copy the hymns so much as, you know, your creative capacity at 10, 11, 12 years old is fairly limited. And even if you, you know, have been taking instrument lessons for a while, which I had, I started piano at four, I believe. Um, 
it doesn't necessarily come with an understanding of music theory and like, okay, I need the key of C and I have these chords to work with and stuff like that. At 12, you're just not ready for that. Um, but a good chunk you can chew off is here's a hymn. I know it. I can hear it in my head or any song really. But for me, again, it was hymns, um, and making your own lyrics for it. And it's just a great place to start. So, so that's one reason or several reasons really, but those are some reasons why, especially if you're just starting songwriting. Uh, or especially if you're in music theory and everything is sort of new to you. This is a great, great, great first step. And another thing it helps you with is learning to write lyrics within confines. And this applies to anyone. This applies to anyone. I don't care how long you've been songwriting. Because as anybody who is a songwriter will probably tell you, the hardest part of a song to write is the second verse and or a third verse. And that's because with the second verse, you already have tighter confines than you had before. So once you have a key for a song, you already have confines, right? So you know you're going to be in the key of G, say. So you know that you have, you know, G and all, all the way up through F sharp, and you only have one sharp, it's the F sharp. And and so, so, you, so you already have some rules, right? And then you're going to have s- some more sort of confines that come in with like, oh, well, now I figured out this chord progression. So now there's more confines of, of what melodically will work with this chord progression. Or you have a melody, so you're confined with what chords will work with that melody. All that sort of stuff. And, and there's so much to that, and I don't want to get too deep into that today, but, um, with a second and third or fourth, if you have it verse, you even have the melody, you even have the melody already. So you're also limited with syllables and stuff, right? When you write a chorus or a bridge, you're, it's basically a brand new template. Like you're going to be in the same key probably, and you're going to be at the same tempo probably. And that's really all you have for rules, right? You you can have a melody in a whole different, you know, say you've been sort of low in your vocal range, the whole song, the bridge can be high. You can change it up completely without just going up the octave. You can just, the, you know, the, the rhythmic, the rhythmic aspect of it can be totally different. But with second verse, it's literally, you know, for the most part, a carbon copy of the first verse, but with different lyrics. And something that will help you do that is by writing lyrics within confines, such as writing lyrics to a song that already exists, because it's the same thing, right? You already have the melody, you already have the full music, so you're confined to this very specific melody and phrasing that you have to fit lyrics to. And even as a a seasoned songwriter, the second verse can really be a pain in the butt, and this this will help you with that. And before you think, oh yeah, but it's only, you know, one, one section. If, if we assume a typical song to have two verses, a chorus that repeats and a bridge, that basically means for new material in a song, not counting intros and stuff like that, 
Um, because often those are just, you know, the chord progression of the verse or of the chorus and, you know, maybe has a lead guitar on top of it. But, but for the most part, as far as lyrical, full melodic content of a song, that means you have one verse, a first verse, rather a second verse, a chorus that repeats. Yes. But all the choruses are still usually the same or very similar and a bridge, which means that a second verse in that case is literally 25% of the lyrical content of a song. So that's a big deal, right? I mean, a 25% of a song is, you know, like a hundred percent on a test. And then if you don't, if you don't do one question that's worth 25% of it, you have a 75. You just went from valedictorian to a C student. So 25% is a lot. And if there is a second and third verse in, in, in the song, then you now have 40% of lyrical content made up by these verses that are follow-ups to the first verse. So these alternate, these alternate verses are, are a challenge and anything you can do to sort of practice the skills necessary to write alternate verses, second, third, fourth, et cetera, verses is, is always worth doing. Um, and, and beyond that, beyond just like the percent of the song, that's that we want every part of our song to be awesome. Right. And as it is, and I know I've talked about this before, but as it is, it's it's fairly common for people to let rhyme scheme sort of be a ticket to laziness, where their lyric doesn't quite make sense because they're just trying to fit a rhyme in, or, you know, you can tell they kind of add an extra awkward word just to make the syllables line up. And, and there's so many places for us to trip up as songwriters to sort of have... You know, you know, either the trap of a great chorus, but everything else in the song is forgettable, or my least favorite, which is when the verses are awesome and then the chorus is just a giant disappointment. So we already have so many things to worry about. And then that super challenge of alternate verses, second, third verses, um, anything we can do to get better at that and to learn to write within those giant constraints where literally everything's locked down pretty much except what words we put there and to still learn to make a great lyric for that is hugely important because we don't want people to hear our first verse and be like, wow, and then hear the chorus and be like, oh, I love this song. And then the second verse to just be like, oh, all right. I guess I look forward to the chorus coming back at least. Like we don't want that disappointment. And 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 writing lyrics to songs that already exist can be super helpful to make sure that you're not that guy and that you're writing great lyrics for every section of your song. Thanks for listening to the Songwriter Theory podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you want to jumpstart your songwriting, be sure to download my free guide on 10 proven ways to start writing a song at songwritertheory.com slash free guide. Whether you're brand new to songwriting or a seasoned vet, this guide will help you to avoid staring at a blank page wondering where to start. Even if you just want to figure out some different ways to start writing a song, this free guide is for you.